Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Morgan. And we're the Fine Crew. Hey, Morgan. Hey, Becca. How's it going? Pretty good. <laughs> do you remember when you met me? Yeah, I sure do. What What was that like for you? <laughs> you know, it was a little traumatic. It was a little brutal. Yeah? Um, But... It's good. It's good to look back at now. Mm -hmm. I'd say that. Yeah. For those of you listening, we met under some very strange circumstances that we'd like to share with you all. Going back to 2020, you know, a rough year for everyone in the world. And in December, right when it's about to wrap up, I find out that the guy that I'm seeing is seeing many other women, Becca included. Woohoo! Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Loved that. Uh, So we ended up confronting him, dumping him moving on um, yeah you know, with we're sparing a lot of details there yeah. it was definitely a rough few few weeks and months it was there. definitely a roller coaster of emotion mm-hmm. and um it, it was the two of us and our friend abby and our friend malia um and as you do after a breakup three of us decided to uh buy a school bus mind you this was maybe four days after meeting each other originally yep we talked about, oh, maybe we like want to live on the road, just our dreams, and it, it came up, and I was like, well, I have a family friend selling school buses. Maybe we could uh, we could talk to them. Mm-hmm. Text them Christmas Eve, and they go, yeah, we'll sell you a bus when the snow melts. <laughs> so then we started making floor plans. Mm-hmm. And like six months later, we're building out a school bus. Not even six months. No, it wasn't it's six four months. four months. We moved in together at six months, which That's is crazy. crazy, because moving in to a tiny school bus, I mean, it's 33 feet, but still, the square footage is absurd. It's, it's so small. Um, yeah. Moving in, though, with essentially strangers is difficult. It's like putting yourself in a weird marriage. Yeah. And we're in a tube. It's like living inside a Chipotle burrito. I've never felt more determined to do something. That's for sure. I don't know where the tenacity came from for all of us to be like, yeah, let me go through this whole breakup, move out, go like all of us build a school our home bus state for like the first time. Yeah, build a school bus and then as you do go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, our origin story is insane. Like, who who meets someone, two people, meets friends, like, hey, this hard thing really, like, it hurt. It was it, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and then we buy a school bus, you build it out, and then you live in it starting after. We, we know, we'd known each other for six months at that point when we left. We could have cut our hair, but yeah. bus. We said Probably would have been smarter to cut our hair. I definitely think so. I don't even think I cut my hair during those whole six months. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the bus, it was all, it went straight to that. Mm-hmm. So we did all of that, and it was a crazy couple of months trying to get to know each other. It was like a speed run of friendship, mm-hmm. and uh, we all were working really, yeah. like, a, a lot. Abby was living in Utah, going to college still, and she would come down every weekend to drive the four or five hours to Boise, Idaho, where Becca and I were, mm-hmm. and we would build out this bus. It was, we were so sleep deprived. It was miserable, but it also was really fun. Yeah. I, I would do it again to meet the girls. Mm-hmm. So, and that's saying something because <laughs> that was a rough half of a year. It was tough. Yeah. And then besides, I mean, once the bus was built out and we decided to leave, um, we 
I was like, our story was picked up by a local newspaper in Salt Lake City. Abby had seen a little ad um, in the paper where they were looking for people talking about affordable housing and why people choose to live on the road. So she gave them a very quick version of how we met each other. And they ended up doing a full page story on us um, in the newspaper, which was insane. I was so stoked about that. Shout out the Salt Lake Tribune. It was, it was so fun. <laughs> we were so excited when they called back. And they're like, yeah, we want to do a full story. This is really interesting. And we're like, what? I think insane. this was a, a week before we hit the mm-hmm. road. And um, yeah, we, we hit the road and we... Let's see. We, we had some chaos when we first hit the road. Um, mm-hmm. We tried to leave. We had severed our running lights, it turns out. We ended up sleeping in Becca's driveway. <laughs> it just thing after thing kept happening. And we're like, is it meant to be? Why are we getting stopped so much? Mm-hmm. Um, but we did end up finally leaving. And we ended up going a little bit through kind of northernish Idaho. Would you no, say? it's just, it's, it's eastern Idaho. Eastern Idaho. Yeah. Okay. So we went up through the mountains, like our hometown mountains, up through the Sawtooths and through Sun Valley and Ketchum, and we ended up in the Tetons. And while we were there, our, uh, the insurance was taken away from the bus. They just decided to drop us one day, and that was fun. So we got stranded <laughs> in the Tetons, which isn't the worst place to be stranded. However, we just had the bus, and we were up on top of a mountain. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we needed to use the bathroom, we needed to go anywhere, we were running out of water, we had to go on foot or try to find somebody's car mm-hmm. you know make friends with them and hope that they wouldn't kidnap us yep sorry mom if you're <laughs> listening to this i'm still alive so that's that's saying something yeah um but we had a wonderful two weeks first two weeks um in eastern idaho in the tetons we made so many friends we met so many characters mm-hmm. it was absurd people that we still are in touch with today and mm-hmm. some that i wish we'd kept more in touch with yes but Um. (laughs) (laughs) while we were there um the story in the salt lake tribune was picked up by um a lady who lives in salt lake um who writes for the washington post and she all of a sudden was she dm'd us didn't she from an account that had zero followers it was like a burner account that she had that she would message people because she saw different stories so we thought it was fake but i had this weird inkling i'm like i think we should just dm her back mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh i don't know i'm like i'll just it what's the harm so we dm her back and it turns out she she was a, a writer for the washington post and we had an interview with her and she had told us when she wrote the article hey guys when this gets published it's it's gonna be big i want you guys to know and we were like, okay, thanks for gassing us up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. somebody has faith in us. Yeah, but she she was onto something um, because we woke up the next morning with like thousands of followers, a lot of inquiries for um, having other interviews. And it was an incredible experience, but it also was really overwhelming. Yeah. It was the next few weeks that followed were uh, just, they were so difficult. It was trying to navigate through the weird marriage that we all had, like trying to get to know each mm-hmm. other living on the bus and moving out for like the first time for some of us yeah. and just so much change. And then having that where it was just back to back to back all day interviews, talking to people, still have people knocking on the door of the bus being like, Hey, who are you guys? And yeah, it was, it was completely opposite of what I thought the summer in the bus was going to be because all of a sudden the goal to be outside in nature, meeting people was overtaken by this need to, answer inquiries and have like not shut the door on the opportunities that had been opened to us but it also kind of I feel like we kind of just got smashed in the door frame 
we were a while. physically <laughs> and mentally stuck inside of the bus. And mm-hmm. again, it like I mean, it changed our lives and it was incredible. But just all of the change in navigating it at once was it's a weird thing to look back on now. And it's awesome that we've had some time because mm-hmm. we're able to reflect on it in a different way and in a different light. Yeah. But it was. that was a, that was a period <laughs> of time. Um, eventually, we were able to incorporate more of um, being in nature again because, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the original goal, living on the road. Um, and we thought we'd only be out there for a summer, a summer. So we were like, oh no, is it all just going to be clouded by mm-hmm. all these interviews and we want to go out and meet people and, you know, see the sights. Like that's yeah. why we're here. We want to be grounded. And it took a while to find the balance, but eventually we, we became balanced. <laughs> yeah. It, it took a lot of work, but we also tried, you know, like let's shut off our phones and let's just go on a hike and mm-hmm. just really trying our best to make sure we were taking care of ourselves. Yeah. As, as much as we could yeah. we didn't do a great job when i look back at it now compared to you know now who, who we are now. yeah but, but it was it was what we could do at the time um that whole first summer was full of a lot of ch- growth and change with all of us and also a lot of hardship um looking back on that first summer now is crazy and i'm excited to get into some of those stories later on um i think one of the biggest lessons that uh, Becca, Abby, and I learned from that first summer would be that you need to communicate with who you live with. We Shocker. set out with <laughs> such an intention of let's talk, let's communicate because it's not going to work. Sure, we can say all the things, but action has to follow. Mm-hmm. And we just missed the mark every mm-hmm. single time. And it, it caused like psychological warfare in a way we did not mean to. Yeah. Just all of us trying to understand our family dynamics, you know, the way we were raised and how it um, impacts us now in mm-hmm. relationship. And yeah, we, we struggled with that. So that was <laughs> something that in 2022, we tried to work on far more because mm-hmm. like, we cannot go back to the bus and do this again. <laughs> yeah. If it's going to be the same thing. It's like we caused so much harm to each other unknowingly. And like, of course, it wasn't the intention, but mm-hmm. It's definitely a big learning curve that so, we had to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. We were out um, in summer 2021. For five months. We got back mm-hmm. in October. Yeah. Right? We, and that time in October was very beneficial because we all were able to go back to our parents' houses mm-hmm. and really decompress, think about what had happened the whole summer, <laughs> and also process, do I want to go back to this? How are we going to do this? Um, again, we originally thought we were going to be out just for three months in the summer and we did end up going into the fall, mm-hmm. which meant that Abby put her college on pause. So you did I. sold your housing. Yep. I wasn't going to go back to my rent situation. Mm-hmm. So we, we were kind of in this weird waiting period of mm-hmm. life, cr- trying to figure out how to continue the life on the road because it's ultimately what we had all wanted for so long that we didn't want to just give it up. The bus was like a magnet for us, even though mm-hmm. it was so difficult, we felt a draw to go mm-hmm. back and we were like, okay, how do we do this in a way that will serve us well and will mm-hmm. not be damaging? Cause it can't be more damaging than it already was. Yeah. At that time too, we were trying to navigate some of the interest uh, garnered from the story was with some big studios wanting to make a movie out of it, which is insane. Um, and trying to navigate that while trying to figure out what the hell had happened mm-hmm. over the summer was difficult. Very, very difficult. <laughs> yes, and it was something we weren't uh, technically allowed to talk about for a long to time. Anyone there. else? So you know, we had maybe our families knew, but most friends didn't know, mm-hmm. and you know, we'd have these big calls and meetings, and it was it was all under <laughs> underground there. Um, yeah, and 
also incredibly overwhelming just in the way that we wanted to make sure that we wouldn't be taken advantage of because we are very naive in the Hollywood scheme. We don't know much. Mm -hmm. We didn't know much at that point. Um, yeah. And selling something like your life rights. That's a Th Those are scary words. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> I've never worried about that until uh -huh. the, that summer. Yep. Now it's been two years two in fear years. of getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> ah. We haven't been sued. I don't think we'll be sued. I th we should be fine. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. Don't sue me and we'll be good. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you can have all 37 of my dollars. Okay, cool. <laughs> yep. It's all good. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was just a blip of the first summer and the build out and how we met. That's not covering all of 2022 where we were living on the road and up to this year where it's Becca and I. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot more stories that are just, they're in the brain. They're A flowing. lot's happened and a so lot has changed. As we, <laughs> as we said, Abby left. We It's uh -huh. just two of us now. So that in and of itself was a huge shift and change in mm -hmm. the lifestyle we live. Yeah. And we're really excited to share these stories with you guys. So make sure you subscribe or at least come back next week and we'll start sharing some more of those stories. And then if you want to find our socials, it's on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube at find double underscore crew. But yep. a single underscore was taken, unfortunately. Yeah. Golly. I know. We need to find that person who has fine underscore crew. Mm -hmm. Yep. Maybe I'll give them my $37. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll take like 35 You can try to, Ooh, you can try to bargain with them What do I do bit. with $2? Maybe we should bring back the bartering system, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come join us on the bus because I'm not sure where we are, but we're not there. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at fine underscore underscore crew. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts or at roguemedianetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.